Welcome. You're tuned into the Living in Rhythm podcast, where we wax philosophy and experience in the art and science of living in rhythm. I'm Sister Sunday, and I came here to let my soul shine. It's a lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? We have officially entered into the season of Aquarius. Lots more air, lots more movement. We've got so much directness coming through, so there's a quickening, lightning speed, energy. It's time to get to work, y'all. The sun is in the fixed sign of Aquarius, and so we want to talk about that. We want to talk about the evolution of the zodiac to this energetic lightning bolt of a sign. And I want to talk a little about the Aquarian dawn, which we'll be talking about for the next few months for sure. But I want to start to break the ice on that conversation because the moon is waxing into a fixed square, a half moon, half moon in Taurus. And Uranus is basically going direct in Taurus. And it's basically been traveling with the North Node. And so There's just a lot of energy around moving forward in our sustainability, in our fixing our sight on the future. I want to talk about some Aquarian values and societal structures that are going to start to be revealed. This is being highlighted through Venus and Saturn coming together in Aquarius. So there's lots of the, the fixed signs energy are being lit up right now. And so I want to talk about that. And just really setting our intentions into the future and starting to become lightning speed to ride this energetic wave that is the quickening that is occurring right now as we live and breathe, (laughs) y'all. So let's tune in. Take a nice deep inhale. And exhale. Just start to root into the earth, feeling that connectedness to the planet that we live on, the the space that we dwell, that we live and breathe. Feel into it. Root yourself into the earth and just begin to observe the energetics of the land in which you live, no matter where you are on the planet. Just fine-tuning and connecting with your roots where you are in this moment. And just start to, as you breathe and connect into that, start to send your energy out into the field a little bit more, surrounding the the space that you live in, your, your field, starting to fill it up, fill up the space that is your field with your presence, your breath circulating pulsing the heartbeat and just really feeling that vibrational presence and that resonance. The vibrational presence and resonance is your signature vibe. It's your emanation. And this is what we're looking for is this. We want to start to become more attuned with ourselves where we are. No matter where you are, you can root into that space and give it some of your attention, give it some of your presence. 
in doing this practice, I feel like there's an opportunity to receive more from that as well. So when we give to the land that we live on, we receive from the land that we live on. And this is true whether we're gardening or whether we have a a yard or not. It doesn't matter, but it's about being where you are in time and space. Whatever structure you're living in, there's a root, there's a foundation to that structure. We're looking to find that foundation, go to the lowest level, and then start to penetrate into the earth with that energy, your presence. And so that rooting into the earth then creates this oppositional balance of expanding out and rising into the field, out towards the sky and the heavens and beyond. And this is really beautiful because there's a combination of earth and sky. There's a message of earth and sky, thunder and lightning. As I was meditating on this session, this, this recording, taking notes and figuring out how I was going to communicate some of the astrological information as well as how I'm feeling and presencing my energy in this time and space, you know, I do this every week. This week I felt I just kept getting insight around the, the concept of quickening. It's been bubbling up, but this week it's like, okay, now we got to talk about this, the quickening. The quickening is basically an act, it's a a presence and and a sign of life. In studying for today's sesh, I actually learned that there's a moment in when a woman is pregnant that when the life, basically when they start to hear the heartbeat, there's a sign of life. That's the, when the, when the baby starts to connect with the mother by pushing into the womb space acknowledging its center of gravity in the field that it's dwelling in so deep that moment is recognized as the quickening because these are signs of life for the mother that shows that life is coming life is enduring there is growth occurring and it's that presencing there is a quickening occurring right now in on in our realm where we live and breathe on earth and it's being so it's it's interesting because it's showing me lightning, which I often equate to the planet Uranus, which is the ruler of Aquarius. And we'll talk about that a little bit more. And I've been getting this resonance around like the thunder, really feeling thunder and how thunder really lets us know there's a storm coming. <laughs> Usually there's thunder, you know, there's thunder before lightning and you can hear it rumble. And that's the idea is, is to recognize these rumblings these signs of life that are bubbling to the surface. They can't be seen. They can be felt through our sensory system. It's so deep, y'all. It is so deep. When, I, when I'm putting these things together, it, you know, it's not lost on me. This, the, the amazing transformation that's occurred in my own life in the last few years, and then I look at society and the world we live in and how just consciousness is changing presence, the planet, health is all changing. There's a lot of shifting going on. And there's been a lot of breaking down. And I I have to say that this is an interesting wave we're going through right now. And as far as just watching, witnessing Pluto moving from Capricorn into Aquarius in the next few months, this is part of what I'm relating to the concept of the Aquarian dawn. And my thing is, is the way I'm looking at it is I, I can sense and feel that there is great change happening that's continuing to happen that's going to require me to be more grounded, 
more present, more centered, tuned in so that I'm catching feedback and messages from my environment. You know, this is deep stuff. And part of the core calibration practice that I offer up every week, this is my way of doing that. I haven't said it in a while, but one to three breaths can reset you. One to three breaths can reset your whole vibration, frequency, and presence. I do it all the time and I love it. Another little trick I use is the 17 second rule that I got from my friend Jerrica. 17 seconds to pivot. 17 seconds to pivot my energy, shift my focus towards something more meaningful and useful in this moment in time. Right now, where I am. And that's the whole concept around core calibrating is about centering our presence to be able to tune in so that we're organized and aware of the vibration and the reverberance, the emanations that we are contributing to the whole. Now, if our center of gravity is off or if our nervous system is un, is a little off kilter, it affects the mind, affects the body. And it definitely affects the spirit. And so please recognize too that as you make a commitment to just center yourself, to presence, to connect to the planet that we live on, where we be, and then expanding our field and opening our presence out into the space that surrounds us. And you get to play with that auric range of motion, how far you expand out into the field. Sometimes it's nice to snuggle it in and keep it tight. Sometimes it's nice to spread it out. And, you know, this is yours to play with and own. It's your center of gravity. So accountability with that is going to get a lot of us so much further down the road in a healthy way. Okay, so the rooting into the earth and the rising out, right? We can do that little trick one to three breaths. You know, a couple more things you can do to help yourself with this that I do all the time is focusing on the heartbeat in the center you know, so I feel my solar plexus and then my heartbeat above that. And I tune into the upper, the realm where my heartbeat is kind of emanating from. And then I let that pulse with breath and intention. I visualize that pulse rippling into the four directions. Once I acknowledge and sort of lighten up the four directions, then I go for the diagonals, the spaces between and visualizing and observing the way that the inner electricity is flowing through my breath, through my circulation. It's like this inner electricity is also connected to Aquarius, Uranus. It's the nervous system we're talking about, the ability to calm and center ourselves so that we can receive feedback and insight and guidance from that feedback. It's an inner knowing. So when that inner electricity is circulating and at its maximum potential, we can hear the unheard, see the unseen, can feel the unspoken, you know, can tune in to vibration, can start to interpret vibration. It's not enough just, I mean, tuning is first level, right? That's first step. And then we start to practice what I'm encouraging myself and all of us to do is to get real and serious and honest about the feedback that we're getting because 
Through that interpretation of the feedback is insight, guidance, steps on how to maintain a healthy rhythm. So this is a huge Aquarian age strength that we want to focus on. It's just strengthening and fortifying our nervous system, our sensory perceptions. We taught, we've been talking about this a ton with Tor, that's Taurus North Node energy is amplifying our ability to tune in to our sensory perceptions. Another way to say that is to tune in to the perceptions that we're receiving through our senses, through our sense of sight, our sense of smell, our sense of taste, our sense of hearing, touching, feeling, sensing. It's high level that we're asking. And that's the thing is like when you're breathing deeply and you're centered, core calibrated, tuned into that pulse, that rhythmic pulse, you can feel the waves. You can feel the vibrational waves and insights that the, the feedback is giving us through our senses. So this is one way we can catch the wave or ride the lightning. <laughs> I think there's some like right crazy. There's probably some like 80s metal song about this, like riding lightning or something. <laughs> it sounds kind of familiar, but we do want to ride the lightning a little bit. That's what this time is about because the quickening is no joke. And this is the place like our ability to, to be able to pivot at any given point to make, to shift, to be able to shift our focus, our energy, our actions, our communication, our expression. I mean, it is seriously, I've been talking about it for years too. This is something that I feel like we've, if you've been listening and practicing, you're, you're already up on, on you're already up in the morning on this one. <laughs> pivot, right? So being able to like sense like, oop, oop, I'm bumping against something instead of ramming the energy and trying to force it. It's like, let me just shift where things can flow. And then you can come back to that later, or you can make adjustments. But this is part of like the pivot is, is one of the, the acts, like that's the practice of the 17 seconds. Can you, we want to try to get our senses and our reflexes, our, our ability to our ability to tune in and activate, you know, to make moves as needed is, is all reliant on our pivot and our, this quickening that's occurring. If you can keep up, which you can. So keeping up is the name of the game to keep going, to allow yourself to, okay, you get to a roadblock or a speed bump. What are you going to do? You know, there's a lot of options and this is our, as again, as we tune into our system, we can start to feel and sense and be clearly guided. And for those of us that are already doing that, then the next step is to actually start to amplify the trust in that and the faith in that that shows up when it's needed. This is kind of where I'm at with it. I'm sure there's a lot of other levels to this understanding, but this is the way I'm looking at it right now is I'm looking to activate lightning speed, thunderbolt presence. I want to be so present, like boom, here I am. <laughs> also to be able to take action with that, no more hesitation. You know, when I'm sensing something to make a move instead of hesitating and overthinking, overfeeling about it, doing the pro con list too many times. 
you know, I mean, that's kind of, oh, uh, that's, that's something, that's one of the things I do. So that's why I'm, I'm always speaking from my experience. You got to know, but I'm also offering up information so you can have your own experience. That's what I hope you do with this is, can you sense that? Can you sense that swell of energy coming up that's asking us to move forward, to move into the future, to let go of the past? It is gone. It is so gone. And I don't know about you, but that sun conjunct this Pluto, whoa. Sun conjunct Pluto, whoa. Still feel it, even though the sun has moved into Aquarius. You can still feel it. <laughs> and so this is my point. It's like, I'll, you know, I'll share insights. This next few months is the story is about Pluto and transformation and change. Are we willing to, to be unique enough and present enough to be ourselves in this time. You're here for a reason. So am I, you know, stand in the place where you live <laughs> and let your soul shine. You want to, we want to shine a bright. So quickening through the physical and the energetic body, like we talk about in core calibration, there's that quickening happening. And then there's a quickening happening in the mental psychic space, the ethers, and is the star with the stars as well. So the sun entering into Aquarius, I want to talk about that a lot, but it's kind of monument. This particular sun entering into Aquarius for me, it feels a little monumental. And the reason is, is that Saturn, or I mean, well, yeah, Saturn has been in Aquarius. However, there's this this moment that Pluto is is preparing itself for after it crossed with the sun, there's this moment that whether you're thinking about the astrology or not, just like thinking about the planetary cycles, Pluto just left this is like still by the sun. It's moving forward. It's going to be heading into Aquarius for the first time in some 240 some years. And so fantastic. <laughs> Um, no, seriously, like <laughs> it's been coming on for a while. So basically this, this is the first time, you know, so the sun moving into Aquarius right now is a pre, it's a prelude. It's a prelude of what's coming. And again, like for me, what I love is that the, I, what I've noticed about these cycles and these patterns is that the universe will often give us preludes, just like a beautiful symphony. You know, it's like, here's the prelude. Okay, we're going to warm up and then we're going to get into the body. And then it kind of gently pulls you out, does a little, or there might be an interlude in the middle, you know, but there's like, it, it pulls you out to like hit the grand finale and to bat, you know, and that's kind of the thing. It's we're, we're in the beginning phase of this new age. We have been for a while, but it's, it's getting more, we're getting closer and there, nobody really knows the, you know, this is the interesting thing about time and space. I always talk about it. It's a construct. Like there's a million ways to look at time and space. And even so much, even in the astrology world, like however many charts, the ways, the ways that people do the math to get the charts up, let alone the way astronomers are looking at it. I mean, it's, it's a lot. And that's kind of why I try to stay more I try to stay more neutral and open in my communication around it because I'm studying lots of different ways. And I, you know, I mean, I'll study, I'll share with, with you what I know. 
And I also have a lot of questions about things. Like I don't think any of this is absolute. And that's why it's about us observing and having our own experiences, which is such an Aquarian thing. And so this, that's the whole thing. It's like the Aquarian dawn, as I call it, this pre, this prelude to the age of Aquarius. However, whenever it actually happens, however long this, this is a long dawn because it's a grand, great cycle that lasts some 2000 years off of a cycle that the procession of the equinox that lasts 26, that lasts 26,000 years. It's it just like, it just spirals out time and space just spirals out. And in, <laughs> maybe, you know, but anyways, like seriously, the, the concept around what, the way I'm embracing this moment in time has to do with, okay, so if we're in this Aquarian Dawn, how can I maximize the Aquarius archetype in myself? And this is what I do with the North and South node as well. I use, when I talk about those evolutionary pathways or those little celestial alignments. These are moments in time that help give me insight into how I may evolve my mind, body, spirit, my soul's mission. So Aquarian Dawn, it's about activating the nervous system, tuning into the sensory system, stepping into my creative power, my Raj, my royal vibration. Ooh, my subtle power my mystical, magical essence. That's the axis that I'm talking about. The fixed axis is there is where we get insight into the age of Aquarius and how to maximize our time here. You know, the other thing is too, is even though I'm child free, I love thinking about generations that come after me, my ancestors. I've got nieces and nephews. I've got friend nieces, nephews, you know, I've got family, blood and you know, kindred spirit. And it's, I, I'm definitely holding a, I'm holding a torch for the future, for the youths, them, <laughs> you know? And so it's, uh, you know, my, that that's why I'm, I'm saying this is like accountability time because I want to be one of the torch bearers. I want to be one of the water bearers is actually more Aquarian. The Aquarius is the water bearer. I'm carrying water for the future. Cosmic water and wisdom that gets spilled into the, the, the river of life. You know, don't pollute those waters. We want to keep those waters clean and pure. And that's what this time is about. And how we do it is through being clean and pure in ourselves, mind, body, spirit. You know, so clean and pure in my heart and the way that I'm feeling and recognizing that there's weight, there's the polarity, there's always the polarity. So I get to choose, you know, I get to experience the spectrum and then the balance is coming to neutral and feeling that, you know, doing my best to come back to center, not even neutral, but just toward center, you know, cause some things, some things are easier to move and pivot from than others, but that's what we're practicing right now. And in doing that, I'm getting clearer, more focused in my emotional and psychological health. I'm getting more focused and healthy and clear in my vibrational health. And this is cool because the messages are like, just know, you know, I know you feel this, that you're more in tune. This is a part of being a human being right now, a sentient being that is human right now. 
There are so there's so much message and clarity in nature, in the space. When we're tuned in, we're guided in our hearts, we know. And that's like a strong, healthy nervous system and tuned into the sensory perception is an Aquarian way. These are the practices that we want to use to help move humanity and in our ancestry forward, onward into the future, into a healthy future that's thriving, that's healthy, that's vibrant, that's abundant and cared for through the, through the abundance of nature, of what this beautiful earth that we dwell on has to offer through all the elements air, earth, fire, water, the ether. You know, so as the Aquarian dawn kicks in, and I'm going to keep talking about it for the next few months, especially, I mean, this is just a pivotal, monumental time to be alive, to witness and observe for ourselves. And so as this, as this Aquarius season kicks in, let's tune in, like, what does the Aquarian energy represent in the evolution of the Zodiac? It's coming from off of the Capricorn, which is so earthly and grounded, and it's been striving for monumental heights, majestic heights. It's focused, it's it's capable, practical, empowered. That energy then is like a launching pad into anything is possible. When you have that solid foundation that's built in Aquarius in, in Capricorn, the Aquarian energy is boundless in the far sense of I can think beyond the physical realm. I can start to think beyond the physical realm. It's like alien energy. It's abstract. It's unique. It's so cool. <laughs> I love Aquarius. I love Aquarian energy and Uranian energy. I talk about how earlier I said, like when I see the when I see the symbol of Uranus, I more think it looks like a pendulum kind of, but I also see it as a lightning bolt. I see Aquarius as a lightning bolt. If you know any Aquarians or have anybody that has a strong Aquarius in your chart, they're usually very sharp-witted and the most creative people. They have the most abstract ideas, off-the-cuff ideas that always work. Not only that, but they have this ability to, they're, they're so humanitarian that they have this ability to just, there are the greatest, there are some serious problem solvers. They're some of the most unique problem solvers, abstract problem solvers. They're some of the more, because again, they're coming from that Capricorn energy, that evolution of the Zodiac is built on a foundation so that they can go outside the box. They can solve things. It's the future. Things you might never even thought of that are, uh, that you might never even felt. Aquarian energy brings that through. And it, the other thing that's happening, so it's coming from that solid foundation, but it's also now asking for a stronger sense of self. That your, that nervous system, that surge of energy, light, and creativity, the ability to get so free has got to be open and unique. Because recognize that when you're diluting, you are diluting your frequency and your energy when you allow other people to influence it. And Aquarians don't do that. They don't let other people influence their energy. Nope. They're the freest ones, the most rebellious ones in the room, <laughs> which is awesome. You know, they're going to speak their mind or maybe they won't speak their mind actually. 
they, they won't have to because it's good. it's written on their face and it's in their vibe. That's the whole thing is they're coming from a, it's an electrical energy. It's really cool. Uh, yeah, a couple family members of mine have Aquarius, strong Aquarius in their charts, and they get it done. And nobody's going to tell them what to do. Um, <laughs> but anyways, the so when you when you're looking into how to maximize your this time, like how can you help your? I mean, there's a million ways, and I'm never going to prescribe, treat, or cure anything. I'm not a doctor. I just play one in my mind. But basically, my inner experience is basically the best wisdom and insight I can have for Aquarian world. That's the Aquarian way, is my experience, which is your experience. Everybody's unique experience of how they're observing, correlating their world, that's the Aquarian way. So all like even when you're studying something, like hopefully you're being encouraged to have your own experience, to create your own relationship to it, to what you're learning. That is the, those are, those are Aquarian practices because the thing is, is everybody with, with the way the world is right now and the amount of like futuristic access we have, like with our phones and all of our devices and our ability to communicate all over the world through what, you know, through music, through visuals, through, I mean, the, it's the way that we're communicating through video and imagery. It's so intense right now. And it's cool. It's very futuristic. It also requires us to have a little bit more fortitude around our fields so that we're not being so influenced by, because sometimes the words, like words sound power, baby, 100%. Also vibrations speak louder than words. They translate, they transmute beyond through fields, through physicality, you know, I'm just saying, if you have social media, you know, this, like you're, as you're scrolling, you're picking up all kinds of different messages without even having to read the words or hear the, what they're saying, or you can just pick it up from a visual. Sometimes it's just from the vibe of the intention that was hit when they hit send or share. That's basically what happens is when the person hits that, that it's like the emanation again, it's the vibration. And so is it deep? We're going deep today, I guess. Um, the Aquarian way is to have a strong nervous system so that that is when you're emanating, you're vibrating out into the space. It's clear when you're receiving, you're only letting in what you need to, and you have that fortified field. So you can, you have your wits about you and your perception, your sensory perception up that you can take in or take out or be like, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't affect me or that's not for me. So that's Aquarius. I, I want to talk about this fixed axis right now because I think it's important as far as, again, giving us insight into how to use this time. This, this fixing, sustaining time is about really holding the pose. <laughs> You know, so we've laid the foundation and we got to trust that we have built a solid foundation. And then you work and you breathe and you calm the nervous system and you find your radiance and your pulsing heartbeat to mm, hold the beat, keep the beat. You know, it's keep the beat. That's what I mean when I say hold the pose. Some people that are in yoga, you know, yoga poses, you get it, or, you know, you're holding the pose or you're keeping the beat if you're in music. And 
or dance, you know? So this is, these are really, it's neat because it's the, the word fix, almost fixed sign, you know, almost makes it feel like it's so stuck that it's not, I mean, and it has that energy, <laughs> but um, it's not static. It's not static where it stays put and there's no energy. That's kind of the whole point. There's no, everything is energy. So instead of working, thinking about it as far as like a fixing static situation, which it may have S, you know, it may feel like that because that's this whole axis is being enlightened right now. <laughs> and so the idea is, is as you feel that fixing energy come through, breathe, tune into the center of gravity, calm the nervous system, tune into the sensory system so that you can sustain the energy and get the, in, get the message. You see what I mean? We're holding the pose and getting the message through. And sometimes that requires us to receive some that sometimes that requires us to give. So like we might be receiving feedback as we're sustaining our vibe, or we might be like, you know what? I need to hold steady here. Don't be thrown off balance here. Sustain, be steady in my presence. I'm going to push that steadiness into my field a little bit more. Not going to knock me down. Or I'm receiving and it's like letting that feedback come in so that I get insight into whatever I need to do. <laughs> Go left. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Go left. Um, and I'm just left-handed too. I always am going to go left. To the left, to the left. Um, <laughs> see what I mean? I'm in a funny mood. Um, okay, so the, the other things I want to say about that, so about this fixed thing, this fixed sign or axis, this fixed axis right now is that there's a lot of, like I was saying, that the sun moving into Aquarius is a prelude into the Aquarian dawn right? There's a prelude of the Aquarian age kicking up. Saturn has been, already been in Aquarius the last couple of years and it's about to leave. But before it leaves, it's connecting to Venus, which I talked a little bit about in the last sesh, but it's joining Venus. And it's basically coming into this place where I feel like we are getting insight and wisdom into how to really, really fortify the value systems and the structures that we're looking to achieve in the new age. Because see, again, it's if we're not holding the pose, if we're not like putting our value systems of the Aquarian values in the future way, if we're not fortifying that right now, is going to be swept away. Because there's a lot of forces that are trying that don't want us to change, y'all. You know, there's some forces that are resisting change and resisting the future which is, you know, change is uncomfortable. It can be hard to turn into a butterfly from a caterpillar, <laughs> you know? And so there, this is actually, a, this is a, an exercise, a moment in time where we get to sort of practice this trust, this faith and belief with a quickening, lightning speed with our focus, with our intention, with our presence, just boom, find the quickening because it's there. It's the undercurrent right now. It's asking us like, let's go. There is a cosmic wave that's swelling. That's like, I will carry you if you can balance on this wave. I will carry you. So the Aquarius Leo axis is part of the wave. The other part of the wave is the Taurus Scorpio axis, the other fixed signs, sustainers in magic Love and power, manifesting, earthly realm and beyond realm 
magic, manifesting, power, love, creativity. Uranus is there with the North Node in Taurus, South Node in Scorpio. And this axis has been activated. This this combination of Uranus with the North Node has been going on for most of last year, and it continues today. Now, for me, this represents the healthy nervous system in a unique spirit that is fortifying its sensory system in the earthly realm. That's the Aquarius Uranus energy that show as it shows up in Taurus, that's what it reminds me of. It's I'm looking to get strong in my nervous system, in my own self, my presence, my own uniqueness in the collective. And then letting that show up and reverberate in the third dimension or in, in the earthly realm through through my senses, through sound, taste, touch, feeling. You know, I'm gonna just it's activating the sensory perception time. And finding the things that are unique to you. We want to get our own signature dialed in. That's what this quickening is about, is lightning speed, thunderbolt presence. That's what we want. We want a thunderbolt of presence that shows up with our spirit, our vibration, our resonant frequency. So so Uranus this week is base, is going to be going direct. It's stationing direct in Taurus. And for me, that, that is this balancing again of the earth and sky, the rootedness and the expansiveness. How do we find that? How do we find that tensegrity, as they say in embodiment practices and in architecture, the tensegrity, integrity in the tension and in the tone? That's what we're looking for right now in the, between earth and sky, my presence, rooted and rising tuned in through my senses, heightened energetic inner electricity that's pulsing and reverberating my vibe, my signature vibe. And I'm hoping you're doing that too. This is the time. Now's the time. So with Uranus going direct in in Taurus, it's going to be a big culmination of that. At that point, all of the planets will be going direct. We'll have a, there's so much forward motion that's being it's swelling. the The movement the there's a swell occurring of us to start to take action and steps, like I talked about in the in the Soul Force sesh. This is what we want to do. We want to activate our Soul Force, find our presence, lightning speed, thunderbolt presence, seventeen seconds. You know, that's almost a long time, really. <laughs> One to three. You know, it, it's up to you. That's your that's your practice in the pivot. But re- also with that Uranus going direct, it's it's again, it's like a prelude. All light is, you know, everything's like pointing towards the future, and and really like let go of the past. It is gone. It is so gone. And we're, we're looking, we're having to now build our new value systems on the foundation that we've set that tor- that Saturn and Venus conjunction in Aquarius is about our found, our structural societal foundations that we're ready to start to implement the new value systems that we're, that we're ready to live by because we're changing. We've been changing 
And, you know, we have to flex it a little now. That's the game. It's like flex it a little, but be mindful. Don't go too far. Don't go too fast. It's like, this is that auric range of motion and how you know not to go far, not to go too fast or how to find that perfect balance, that tensegrity or that rhythmic pulse. It comes from tuning into your sensory system. Only you know. Can we can, you know, say in that to myself, like only I know, only we know for ourselves. And when we start to, we just, it's time to trust y'all. It's time to trust that. It's time to, to kick that in action and use it on a regular basis. You know, the, the lightning bolt, the thunderbolt speed, it's happening. It wants us to be present, to be able to keep up, to ride the lightning. <laughs> We're riding lightning here. <laughs> Can you keep up? You know, the other thing I want to say about Uranus is that it's, so it's the thunderbolt, it's the Aquarian way. It is also the higher octave of Mercury, which just went direct. And the higher octave of Mercury, what does this mean? Well, the higher, like Mercury represents communication, expression. It's a little bit more interactive. It's an interpersonal or inter, yeah, interpersonal between, you know, me and the outside world. The the way the mind works with Uranus is that sort of recognizing the mentalism, the idea that all is mental, all is mind. And so it's beyond just me interpersonal communicating, but it's intrapersonal communication. It's my connection to communicating through myself and the world beyond. It is my connection to communicating. Pretty soon it's going to be representing my connection to communicating to source. I mean, it is the energy source. And so it's it's about this higher thinking, higher mind. It's evolving from those foundational communicative expressive skill sets, which are important. Language, vocabulary, writing, symbols, speaking, word sound power. That's so mercurial. The communicative and the higher, the higher caliber of mentalism in Uranus is also taking into consideration it's it's basically communication beyond words it's communication of the mind body spirit the ethers it's communicating with all that is in addition to this being about the mentalism angle mercury itself actually represents health as well it represents this sense of health and wellness well, the higher mind of that, what's the higher caliber of, of, a, of health in from like evolving it to, from there to, you know, from the mercurial base to the, to Uranus, that higher octave. I mean, this is ability not only to heal myself, but he, you know, it's heal thyself. It's also heal the space I dwell in, heal the earth, humanity. It's like I'm so unique and present in myself and, and tapped into my source, resourcing from the source, that I have enough love to give and receive and still be me. It's so Uranus in Taurus. It's so Aquarian. It's so Aquarian dawn. You know, so this is the whole point of the podcast in, in general is how do we practice living in rhythm, tuned in enough so that we can be let our soul shine. Become a soul force 
for good in this few, in this planet, a soul force for good on the planet right now as it's evolving and changing, a soul force for good for the humanity and the generations that come after us as we bless and honor the ones that came before us. It is on. The river of life is flowing and is there for us. If we just open our hearts, we can receive, we can fill our hearts, and we can give. And this is what this is about, y'all. Let your soul shine. Be you, because there is nobody else like you. Bless that. You know, so ride the lightning. <laughs> Catch that thunderbolt of presence and ride, ride it. There is a quickening happening and it's a quickening for the good. Just catch that wave and, and bless it. Let yourself go with it. It's on. I wish you well always. And I'm so appreciative of you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I got so much love and respect for you. Thanks again. Take it easy, y'all. Ride that wave. (laughs) Blessings and love. Peace.